Amen. Amen. Even though we are going through these toughest moments of our lives, pandemics, Jesus Christ, Lord of Lords and King of Kings, therefore, He's going to rule over us, right? He's going to rule over our lives, and He's going to rule over the history. So I'm glad. Thank you for joining us uh, through online. And also, starting from today, uh, we have a group of people under the leadership of uh, missionary Peter Kwok and Sang Kim, they will have a uh, small groups here and there. And I know one, two, two sisters in Dhaka, Bangladesh, will joining our service. And so, you know, this is not just for our local in here in Los Angeles, but we're going to cover all over the world. Amen. God's going to expand this ministry, and I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited about that. And uh, okay, so uh, I want to read the passage. If you can stand, let's read the. Passage from Colossians chapter 3, verses uh, 5 through 10. I'm going to read up to 10 verses. Do I have passage here? Okay, I have to have passage. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, and which is idolatry, idolatry. Because of this, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also live of all the such things as this, anger, rage, malice, slander, and the filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with practice and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of his creator up to that. Okay, you may be seated. I remember growing up, growing up in Korea, uh, my mom used to buy me brand new clothes uh, during special Korean holiday, like New Year's Day or like Korean Thanksgiving, full uh, moon festival day. And I remember she used to send me uh, to the public bath. Uh, back in those days, you don't, you don't go to public bath, maybe like once, <laughs> twice a year. And I got to get rid of this, you know, like uh, dead skin cells, right? The body scrub things. And, and I felt so clean after I went to public bed and wearing a brand new clothes. I think Christian life is more like that. You got to get rid of old clothes and put on new clothes. What do you need to take off, put off and put on? Let's hear from the, from the Paul today. I'm going to read verse 5 once again. What do you need to take off? Uh, put that, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual morality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Paul is saying here in Colossians, you may live this kind of lifestyle before you met Christ. But if we have accept Christ as Lord and Savior, now your, your nature has been changed. So you got to get rid of your old clothes and put on new clothes. And the, the list are right there. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, so and so forth. Bruce Wilkinson once said, sexual immorality is a threshold sin. On one side of the threshold is immorality and on the other side is purity. On one side are guilt, lying, deceit, addiction, and shame, and on the other side are freedom. Honesty, transparency, liberty, and clear, clear conscience. Believers who are in bondage, of, to bondage to immorality find that 
unless they experience victory in this, this area, they cannot grow in holiness or serve the Lord with passion and power. Choice is actually given to us. Not only this matter, but every, every I would say, matters in our lives. Choices are given to us. I pray that we may choose purity over impurity. We may choose the holiness over filthiness. So that we may have a, have a passion and zeal and power to do what God entrusts us to do. And, and the list continues. Next year, uh, look at verse 8. But now you must lead off yourself all such things as this anger, rage, malice, slander, and filth language from your lips. These are the things, the sins that we committed, that we, we commit in interpersonal relationship. And verse 9 continues, do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. You know, Satan is a father of lie, right? And we are the children of light, we're children of God. Yet, we, we, we are so easily to lie to ourselves, to God, and to the others. The book called The Day That America, America Told the Truth states that 91% of Americans lies regularly, 91%. I think less than 9%. I think they uh, lie to the, I guess, report. All of us, I'm sure, you know, uh, we are living in, in, in deception and lie. Of the people interviewed, 92% say the main reason for their lying was to save face. And 98% say the reason they told lie was so as not to be offend people. Another survey of two 20,000 middle and high school schoolers indicate that 92% admitted to lying to their parents in the previous years. And 73% say they told lie weekly. You know, people lie. We do lie, right? But despite these admissions, 91% of all respondents said they were satisfied with their own ethics and character. That kind of bugged me. Somehow, our conscience is not as sensitive to sin. Their conscience is not really sensitive to sin. How about us? We need to take off this old clothes that we've been wearing. And uh, I'm sure it will take time, right, to take them off by one by one. So, Okay, what then do we need to put on when we take off old clothes that we used to wear? What do we need to put on? Which I want to talk about that next week. But if, uh, I want to share today, what do you mean by putting on new clothes? I want to make three, three simple points. First one is, it is making a conscious decision. Verse 10, put on new self. It is our Decision-making, right? We don't have power to change ourselves. Do you think you have power to change yourself? Not at all. No, we don't, we don't have power. Yet, we need to have a willful decision. We need to make willful decision. That's what conscious decision is about. 
Coming to church today, I, I had to make the decision to come to church. You, some of you guys, you know, made the decision to come to church, right? Some of you log in to your computer, the service. You made that conscious decision. That's what it means. We have to make willful decision. Have you ever seen dove walks? Gidulgi, you know, dove walk? They move their face back and forward. Do you know why they do that? They do this, right? This, the bird specialist said they cannot focus while they're walking. So they have to stop and focus again their walk. They stop focusing their walk. They stop and focus their walk. That's how they do it. We need that. We need to stop and focus, refocus. We need to hold on to the word of God. We need to hold on to the promise of God. We need to pray. Then we walk forward. Stop, focus on the word of God. Pray and walk. That is what we need. That is what I call conscious decision. We need to make conscious decision to take off our old clothes and put on new clothes. Second point is this. It is a continual process. Verse 10 again, and have put on new clothes, which is being renewed. Being renewed. The expression being renewed means continual process. It is not one-time event. It doesn't happen overnight, right? It is a process. You need to keep changing your clothes. Why? Because we are constantly, our clothes are constantly being, you know, getting dirty. But one encouragement is that in this process, God is with us. Isn't that awesome? I mean, awesome promise? He's with us. Just like the song says, changing my heart, oh God. You know, we know that changing my heart, oh God, make it ever true. You are the potter. You know, we are addressing to God, God, you are the potter. I'm the clay. Mold me and make me. This is what I desire, what I want. God is the one who molding us. God is the one who making us to be like him. I love first, first, uh, Philippians chapter 1, 6, being confident of this. Paul had confidence of this, that he began a good work in you, will carry on to the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God is the one who began a good work, salvation work in your life, our lives, and he's the one who completed. It's not, sometimes I feel like as a pastor, I got an obligation, you know, oh my goodness, what do I do to impact so-and-so's life and nurture him in Christ? I, of course, I have, I have my part, but ultimately, God is the one who making people in his image. That is an awesome promise. There was a Christian la- lady who wears a button with these letters. I want you to guess this. P-B-P-W-M-G-I-F-W-M-W-M-Y. Let me repeat it one more time. P-B-P-W-M-G-I-F. W-M-Y on it. What does that mean? Someone asked her, what does P-B-P-W-M-G-I-F-W-M-Y mean? She answered, it stands for please be patient with me. God isn't finished with me yet. Yet, Yes, yes, God isn't finished with you either. Uh, It is daily process. So be patient. Sometimes you you get frustrated by just witnessing someone's, oh, that, process too slow, you know, and sometimes you get discouraged by looking at yourself as well. God is working in our lives, so be patient. Third and last point, it is being renewed in knowledge of God. It is being renewed in knowledge. We have a purpose. 
of putting on new clothes. God is changing us with a purpose. Do you know that God has purpose in your life? You do know that, right? What is his purpose in our lives? Being renewed in knowledge in the image of his creator. God created us in his image. We were created by God's image, but image has been broken because we disobey God, right? Jesus came to restore the broken image. That's why he came. We're not natural living with a broken image. Christ came so he can glue us back, the broken image. So we can be natural living in God. The restoring the image of God means more than just having salvation. It is being renewed in knowledge of the image of God, meaning we are becoming more like our Heavenly Father. We are becoming more like the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why Paul says in Romans chapter 2, 8, 28, 29, and we know that in all things God works for good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Yes, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Yes, God called us for the purpose to be like our Lord Jesus Christ, to be like Jesus. You know that song, to be like him. That's all I ask, to be like him. From earth to glory, throughout this journey, throughout this journey to earth to glory, that's what I need, to be like him. Yes. There was a woman who went to a diet center to lose weight. The director took to a full-length mirror. On a mirror, the, the director outlined the figure and told her, this is what I want you to be like the end of the program. Days of intense dieting and exercise follow, and every week the woman would stand in the front of the mirror, discouraged, because her bulging outline didn't fit the director's ideal. But she kept at it. And finally, one day, she conformed to the long for image. Don't get discouraged. One day, you'll be like Jesus Christ. I got discouraged time to time. I mean, so often, I got discouraged just looking at myself. Lord, I've been walking with you for the past how many years? Almost 40 years. Is this what I have? I got discouraged. But one thing is for sure, God is working in my life. Is this what I got? I put my effort and sweat into the ministry, and this is what I really experienced, Lord? I sometimes ask that question. God says, hey, don't get discouraged. I'm working in him. I'm working in our lives. Let me conclude my message today. Did you take off your old clothes? If you haven't, now is the time. Now is time. Time to start taking off your old clothes. It doesn't take overnight. Trust me, you got to take one by one. You feel like sometimes you took off your clothes, but still you're wearing the same clothes you used to wear. You got discouraged. It's all right. It's all right. Let's begin to uh, allow Holy Spirit to work in your life. He's going to work in your life. In order for us to live an abundant life, Jesus took off his clothes 
of divinity and put on humanity, human clothes, and came to us. He came so that you and I can live abundant life. As you experience the abundant life that Jesus is uh, providing for us. I, this is my prayer that we may experience the abundance, abundant life that Jesus Christ is providing for us. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, we often get discouraged, discouragement because change is not taking place in our lives. But, but God, uh, that we know that we are on the right course. Because we are staying in this course, Father God, you will eventually molding us and making us like your son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, Father, we don't lose our heart. We will look into you, Lord, and want to allow Holy Spirit to work in us, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.